Hello and welcome back to another E-Blitz Town Hall aka podcast. I'm your host Luke Eldon and as always I'm joined by Aaron. How you doing mate? Good, yeah I'm doing alright thanks, doing alright. On a, It's actually a pretty nice Friday, makes a change in the UK so definitely uh, taking advantage of that. But um, as always we are joined by a special guest and our guest today is streamer Miss Nidalee aka Jess. How you doing? Hello, I'm doing good. Hey, uh, great to have you on. Thanks for taking the time to chat. Really do appreciate it. Thank you as well for letting me join. Yeah, it should be fun. Um, I reached out to you, obviously, after... I've, I think I've reached out to you a while back with something I used to do on my own and in podcasting and always kind of checked in and out of your streams and you seem to have a very good vibe and stuff, so I thought you'd be ideal for this because this is uh, where we like to have our Q&As. Essentially, for people who are new to this, if you're listening to this on podcast form, we are live on the eBlitz Discord. And basically, if you want to get involved, you can do and you can ask your questions into the town hall chats, stuff like that, that we ask our uh, content creators at the end. But uh, yeah, so I stumbled across your stream and I thought it's definitely worth getting you on to ask some questions about video games and streaming. So we'll jump straight into it. And um, it's uh, number one that we have on the the questions list is what was the first game that really got you into gaming? Uh, Does that count like solo playing games or just online gaming? The very first game I actually played was Pokemon Uh, Yellow. A classic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, Not to brag, but I have everything from Pokemon Yellow until the latest one released 28th of January. Oh, wow. So you're a big Pokemon fan then? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I must admit, that was such a good game back in the day. I I, I was, that was probably one of my first highlights as well. When I think back um, on the Game Boy, I think I had Pokemon Red. (laughs) Um, Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was uh, good fun. I actually really enjoyed Pokemon. I just, um, I didn't, I don't know why. I just never stuck with it. it how is it these days? Um, because I remember obviously back in the day having to choose between, oh, what was it like, Bulbasaur? You, you still, you <laughs> still choose between uh, uh, three types: uh, mm-hmm. uh, fire, uh, grass, and uh, water Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this latest game doesn't have any pocket gyms, which is a huge disappointment for me. Right. Uh, But otherwise, it's still Pokemon, you know. I just caught a Pikachu (laughs) a while ago. (laughs) Nice. I remember when I used to play on the game, it was always my goal. Catch a Pikachu, trying to be like Ash. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was good times. Um, Is is it still like... So, I mean, obviously, it's still going strong. And is is the community... Are you a part of any, like, Pokemon communities or anything like that? Does that count Pokemon Go community in my city? Then I am. Otherwise, no. Right. Got you. <laughs> yeah. I think it counts. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Then I am, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if you play any form of the of the game and, and interact with people within that community, I think that counts, doesn't it? To be fair. But um, yeah, Pokemon's a really good one. That's uh, that's brought back a lot of nostalgia for me. Um <laughs> Yeah, well, I have to confess, I definitely joined uh, the whole Pokemon Go uh, I think it's many years ago now. 
uh, there was a period where it's everywhere. You see people standing in the middle of the street, shouting their phone. It's a bet that someone trying to catch a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like, oh, I want to say 2016, maybe the boom. I could be off with those dates um, or that year. But I remember because I worked in retail at the time, people just coming in. <laughs> Trying to catch like a Pokemon down the aisle. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. many people. A very busy aisle. And, yeah, uh, definitely. I think the cultural hub is probably around that time as well. And you go to the theme park and uh, sort of local events, you see people dressing in a Pikachu costume. And I always have the urge, just next time I'll take a big ball and throw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice Pokemon ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's um so jess because i mean if the listeners don't know you're actually from sweden so is it is it still pretty big over there pokemon go or because i think round oh, my way is kind of dwindled a bit in, in the bigger cities you can actually meet people uh, that still play and stand at the gym waiting for raids and stuff like that but like where i live i i have a pick pokemon gym right outside my apartment so oh, nice. i basically i basically sit in my apartment to play pokemon go <laughs> and i basically never see anyone except during the summer in mm-hmm. uh, the park we have in the city where i live uh, some people used to run around catching pokemon when it's like special events where you can find uh, yeah. torchic or bulbasaur and then it's Torchic and Bulbasaur are basically everywhere, and if you're lucky, you get the shiny one. If you're unlucky, yeah, you don't get one. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I know, very, very lucky for you to have the gym located right outside your apartment. Yeah, I reach both a Pokemon gym and a Pokestop from oh, wow. sitting in my living room, or sitting on the bed, or the toilet, or you name it, wherever <laughs> I want to sit. I reach everything. There you go. I mean, that's ideal, <laughs> especially when it's cold. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, very, uh, very lucky there on the location front. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's let's move on to the, the second question that I had jotted down here. And it's, uh, what's your best gaming memory slash highlight? So, anything that it could be online multiplayer, you know, when you, you played as a team, finally won like off it like for me me and my friends we finally got our first win on warzone at the time oh, at its height um, <laughs> stuff like that i was streaming we, we connected one in warzone i was playing solo mm-hmm. uh and it was battle royale which i basically never play and i was hiding the whole fucking game and i ended third place wow that's decent that, that, that was really lucky. Uh, I unfortunately ran into a house where a sniper was sitting and I didn't have any good guns. <laughs> yeah. That's so that was really Warzone. unlucky. Uh, but another highlight that I actually have on my stream is a clip where I, I didn't realize what I was doing. I was playing League of Legends. I was playing like Mordekaiser for the third time in my life mm-hmm. and my stream got high wired like you got a pentakill like I aced the whole team and I'm like no I have to rewatch the whole game so I downloaded <laughs> the game from the client and I watched it and I realized I got a pentakill with the champion I don't even know how to play 
Right, for me, unfortunately, <laughs> we usually actually have a guy called Mike, he's not here today, and he is a big uh, League of Legends player, so he would be able to have jumped on that and asked, like, I am, I've never played the game, so if you don't mind, can you explain, like, how big of a moment that was? Uh, getting a pentakill, it depends on, like, the elo you're in, on, like, how good you are, basically. Mm-hmm. This was just a normal, unrated game. Right. Uh, so I got in with a lot of randoms. Uh, my whole team was feeding. They couldn't do shit. Uh, <laughs> the enemy just got stronger and stronger. I did feed in the beginning until I realized how to counter my enemy. Yeah. I learned how to counter my enemy and uh, I pushed a bit too far. My mid laner comes to help me. He doesn't even land his attacks. He basic attacked like two times, then he died. And I got the whole team with my spells. All on your own? The whole enemy team. I killed everyone in the enemy team. And that's... <laughs> playing in ranked, I've never got a pentakill. But playing in like ARAM, everyone going one lane, all random uh, mid lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, the... Then I would say it's pretty easy to get a pentakill, but in normal games it happens like once every uh, 500,000 games. Yeah, it's that difficult. Yeah. It sounds pretty oh, awesome. It, it, it dep- depends a bit on like uh, how your team is built up and what champions counter which champion, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That's pretty cool though. It's always good when you get uh, when you manage to wipe a team. I think on most games <laughs> when you're on your own, like I imagine it's pretty difficult as well in League of Legends. So yeah, that's definitely up there for a highlight. <laughs> so yeah. um, you know, you know, you said like, oh, uh, you you don't really play battle royale games. Is is there a specific reason that it hasn't really piqued your interest? Uh, I I I started with kind of a battle royale. It's like a ripoff of uh, CSGO but you have you can go in battle royale, you can defuse bombs and you can also turn into a wolf in different moods it's called wolf team, I don't play it anymore because it's full of hackers so I don't recommend playing area games Um, but I started off with that and I got pretty good, I was uh, I was my clan Mm mhm uh, my clan's uh, top one sniper, and we my clan was ranked top ten. Oh, nice! On all European servers. Wow! So you guys were pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> we were back in the days. I was like, when I started it, I think I was thirteen, mm-hmm. and that was basically the first online game that I ever played, and my English was real real bad but my clan master was swedish thank god <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that definitely but uh, yeah that that's how i would say that's the reason i succeeded with good grades in english because i started playing online oh and, right really uh, got to interact with yeah i was really really bad when everyone else was learning like 35 words of english each week i had five and i couldn't even get those five correct yeah i can uh, imagine it was pretty difficult to be fair i mean yeah being... and 
then I started playing online and I peaked every single word, over 40 words each week. That's so smart. playing online really helped me in school. That's 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 really cool actually. I never would have thought of it like that. I mean, obviously because I'm from the UK and I tend to play with English players and to be honest, yeah, a bit embarrassed to say my I don't pick up new languages very well and it's, we don't really get them taught to us all that great either. So, yeah, um, maybe I should start trying to jump in with um, other dialects and see if I can pick it up. I, I can do some Swedish with you if you would like. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> it's always always great to get a new language under your belt if you could. It's really really uh, fascinating that obviously your English picked up just from playing with people. Yeah, mostly Germans, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which really? are original German people. At least my age are pretty crap in English, but the recent German people I played with have had pretty good English, I must say. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, um, what, uh, what kind I of words of did you German pick up? Too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All you the bad really ones. Know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is quite funny, isn't it? It's always the bad ones at first, or the ones that stick, because I probably uh, use the most. I, I know how to say, I hate you, you come in my nightmares, get out of my life in German. <laughs> is that a common phrase <laughs> in the German community oh. online? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was the first sentences I learned in German. I hate you. You come in my nightmares. Get out of my life. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, the speech was always the first one uh, you pick up, you know? I was in school. That's how you survive. <laughs> I guess that part has changed. Then you know Mandarin, Aaron. Yes, I speak Mandarin, yes. Oh, I would really like to learn some words from you, though. Yeah. We exchange, you know, you teach me some Swedish. I'll teach you some Mandarin. Yeah, deal. <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> we can, I can jump onto your stream. I'll have one of these surreal experiences where we each speak a different language. <laughs> I still make it work. <laughs> so. I, I, I recommend uh, typing in English, though, because even if you... I have some Swedish viewers as well, but even if they type in Swedish, I read it in English, and I always reply in English. Just so everyone from everywhere would understand, hopefully. <laughs> for sure, you know, one, one thought for you um, when you stream. I, I think we had um, um, one of the streamers we came across previously or, or who was also multilingual. And, what she would do is, um, and one of the perks into the uh, for the subs, um, if someone call it, you can switch to a different language mode for like sixty seconds, one hundred twenty seconds. It's actually quite quite cool on stream. It's like being transported into a whole different environment. You can probably jump between English, Swedish, and uh, and German quite easily. Yeah, 
That's actually interesting. I should try that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like a surreal movie because all of a sudden you feel like it's been transported somewhere else. You don't understand anything, of course, but um, it's cool nevertheless. <laughs> I could switch Swedish dialects. I'm from the north, but I know quite well a few southern dialects. Yeah, that's that's very detailed, but I'm, I'm sure for a Swedish audience, they, they would enjoy that. I think so. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah, not different language, but the, the dialect make it sounds really different depending on where in Sweden you live. I live pretty far up in the north, so we basically cut off every word. Like if we say we have the word that means nothing, I can say it like. How do you used to say it back in the 80s where I live? I can say it like how the normal people of Sweden say it, and I can say it as we in the, up in the north does it. Like, I do nothing. Jag gör ingenting. Jag gör osit. Jag gör itno. Yeah. But that's basically what I said in Swedish. In in how they say it back in the... I started with how we normally say it. How we said it like in the 80s and how me, where I live, say it nowadays. Yeah. That's really cool. I like that. Are you going um, to say something, Aaron? Oh, interesting. Uh, I guess English is similar. If you really meet someone with heavy Cockney accent, oh, I love, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Big Cockney. I, I used to play a lot with a guy named Alti on the internet. He's going to be a father nowadays. Um, and he's Irish. <laughs> oh, is he hard and, to understand sometimes? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, he is. <laughs> You have to repeat every single word multiple times before I get it. Um, and uh, then back when I was playing Black Desert online, like constantly every single day, I was in a guild where my uh, one of my guild officers uh, was from London. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, just the difference between speaking with someone with an Irish accent and someone from London just that is super huge oh, difference. Yeah. yeah, I definitely get that. I even for me, like I've I've um, got Irish and Scottish friends, and obviously when they talk to me, I can you know I've known them for long enough now I understand them. But then when they get together with someone else who's from like Ireland or Scotland and they're talking to each other, and I'm sat there like oh, I can't understand <laughs> a word, and they're like, yeah, we slow it down for you, mate. <laughs> That's why I was like, yeah, thanks. I do appreciate the, that. The funny thing is back in the late 700s, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a Scottish sailorman that sailed to Sweden. We don't have any papers because the church were, that had the papers unfortunately burned down. Mm-hmm. But I have Scottish bloods in my veins. Oh, wow. We don't know if he came alone or if he had a wife with him and moved to Sweden, but mm-hmm. we know he moved to Sweden. That's pretty cool. I actually have his last name. Ah. So and then his name was John Keith. John so Keith. So my name is Jessica Keith. Right. John That's Keith. That is amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> and John Keith is such a, a British name. <laughs> yeah. I know. Have you um have you ever been to Scotland then as a result? No, but I'm I've been thinking about getting a DNA test to find some ancestors that I have in Scotland. Mm-hmm. And maybe plan a trip to go over and meet some relatives that I may have there. Definitely. That sounds That sounds like something that would be really fascinating. Yeah. And I'm um turning- 27 this year and i started thinking about that when i was like 18 i haven't started it yet (laughs) no i get that i get that it can be uh it can be a drawn out process to be fair but yeah if you um start doing that it'd be really cool and uh scotland is a a really nice place as well to visit for sure Uh, i actually have family from there too (laughs) yeah you should honestly i think uh, that'd be really cool you should definitely do that It'd be cool to learn as well, obviously, which part of Scotland uh, um, your ancestors came from. Yeah. Well, fair play. There you go. A bit of... We've gone... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we went a bit off from gaming, but, I mean, I found that (laughs) fascinating, to be honest. I love learning new things like that. I'm pretty open. I'm pretty open. (laughs) Yeah, no, that was definitely definitely fun and definitely some things I need to learn now off, uh, (laughs) off yourself and Aaron. I need to start mixing some Mandarin and Swedish uh, phrases in, I think, and getting away with it because people won't understand. Well, people around me <laughs> who I know won't understand. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's go into the, the third question we have down here then. And it's, uh, what is your proudest gaming moment? So I know When we... I realized I got the pentakill. Oh, right. Okay. So it's the same one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. There is something about an achievement like that, isn't there? It's yeah. just wipe. Wipe a team. Yeah. Yeah. On stream. <laughs> Even better. Yeah, exactly. I, I have proof now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. If someone doesn't believe you, you're just like, well, here you go. Watch Check this. Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I get that. I'm trying to think. Proudest gaming moment as well. I think one of them for me was uh I mean I touched on Warzone before and we when it first came out and it was really popular because it was at the height of um like lockdowns and stuff uh in the uk anyway and literally we had a friend the same night we played and he went off in a like a rage you know wasn't very happy (laughs) not going well (laughs) and he's like we are never going to win a game on on of warzone i'm I'm going off i'm off it was like half 11 at night it was like oh all right so then me and my other mate stayed on and obviously i think it maybe not next game but like one of the next couple we actually got a win (laughs) and i remember we just filmed it and we sent it to him it was like you should have stayed on mate (laughs) (laughs) we got the win uh yeah the next day he was like that is just typical of my luck (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like, you missed out. But that was a proud moment for me and my friend. We were, yeah, we were buzzing with that. <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, it's weird, isn't it? How uh, just little moments definitely mean quite a bit. Um, all right, let's let's move this on then to your to your streaming. Uh, obviously, you mentioned it then as well. How it was caught on stream. So uh, I wanted to know what was it that made you really want to start streaming in the first place. To be straight up honest, I didn't have a choice. Oh, really? Really, uh, I was together with a Swedish League of Legends streamer. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, and now you're going to start streaming. And I'm like, I'm going to do what? (laughs) (laughs) So he built me a PC, uh, gave me a camera and microphone and put me on the chair and was sitting and streaming for... 12 hours a day for about a whole year. Wow, that's uh that's intense. <laughs> that was intense. Yeah. How how did you feel about that? In the beginning, it was quite hard. I didn't know like how to get a good community like mm-hmm. realize I have to answer the chat sometimes. I was like completely off. <laughs> and I get that. Then I had two screens and I could read the chat as well as I was playing, so that really helped out a lot. Mm-hmm. And then it just evolved from there. Was um was it something like you wanted to get into and you were unsure, so you you know your, your partner scared. put you into it? <laughs> I was scared of it at first, right? Uh, but I'm very happy that he motivated motivated me to do it Mm -hmm. I mean I was sitting playing games like I normally do but with a community talking to me and he fetching me food every time it was food time (laughs) and I was sitting a stream playing eating answering the chat there you go got a nice community (laughs) yeah I mean mean, it's paid off obviously because you clearly enjoy it Um, yes I do yeah, so at least in that sense, it has paid off. And so, how how long did it take for you then to start feeling comfortable when you were streaming? Because I mean, twelve hours a day is long, especially when you're obviously, um, like you said, a bit nervous and stuff like that at the start. Um, it was hard in the beginning, but I think it took like two months before I started getting more comfortable with it mm-hmm. I had a lot of stream snipers in the beginning too because I was yeah. playing like desert online and they enjoyed to jump on my server hunting me down and killing me in stream and was very proud of themselves yeah unfortunately people <laughs> like that do exist yeah or trolls getting into the chat I remember a specific troller that joined my chat he is permanently banned from my server nowadays mm-hmm. uh, and he and some kids it gotta be a kid uh, joined in and uh, told me they were going to report my stream because they saw my dad running around naked in the kitchen right so just so as a female streamer i i feel like we get more sexual harassment, mm-hmm. which is, it's not fun at all. 
Um, no, I. Uh, but I can imagine. Yeah, I shit just... happens, and you gotta move on, I guess. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame that these things happen because I mean, there's like like you said, there's no point as well putting our head in the sand because it, it does tend to happen. Uh, I no. know quite a few female yeah. streamers who go through so have been through similar things but i think once they start building their own community and people then start to help looking out for them obviously you know mods and stuff and you're trying to catch these people early on you just people are coming in looking to disrupt and make you feel uncomfortable so the yeah. quicker they get dealt with the, the, the funny thing is i don't even have any i didn't have any contact and i still don't have any contact with my father mm-hmm so that was like, don't bring that douchebag into my stream in any way, please. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get that. Yeah. It's mad as well, isn't it, that they were just out to sabotage. Like, they could just get the kicks from just making up something to try and get someone's, I mean, fun, hobby, job, etc. just destroyed. Yeah. Very weird mindset. Yeah, like, if, if I would have been, like real new when this happened i don't think i would have ever turned on the stream again ah right okay so how how it so what do you remember like what kind of part this happened was it was it this after the two month period yeah it was i had been streaming for almost a whole year when this start, uh, happened right so right got you. me and the one that's uh, made me start streaming had broke up like a couple of months ago and then it happened, and I'm like, yeah, okay, what the fuck is going on, kind of? Yeah, I get that. At least, uh, you know, you got through it, though, and obviously now, back to, to maybe more positive side of things, I was going to ask, what's your favorite thing about streaming? Oh, it's the community. The community. My lovely viewers. Yeah. They support me to keep on going even through hard times. Uh, how um how did you go about building that community? What was your uh, was it just consistency over time, streaming or different outreach uh, on social yeah, media? Yeah, and both of it, and collabing with other uh, streamers, other female streamers. I like to support a female streaming community. So often if I have a lot of viewers in the end of my stream, I search up a random lady that I think have a decent stream and I just throw mm-hmm. them in there. <laughs> That's good. That, that is, I mean, I think, uh, who was it, Aaron? Was it, was it Michael who we had on a couple of weeks ago? We used to talk about how he got raided by... Um, a bigger streamer or just a streamer in general but he was saying how cool it was when that moment happened for him i think it was michael cool wasn't stories, it right? you know i very i very own ronin uh got raided uh by a, by oh, yeah, a pro of uh, rocket league uh, player once and that was a uh, you know a rather out of sorts experience for him and i think michael as well right he got raided by nk30 that was quite big <laughs> yeah and I think that the moment... The for... biggest raid that actually happened to me was a lady uh, living in the USA, original from Mexico, and she is playing, same as me, a mystic on Black Desert Online. 
that at the moment I was streaming League of Legends and she dropped by with 250 viewers mm-hmm. to my channel and I started crying. <laughs> oh, I bet. That would, must have been... I remember from some of my friends who were early streamers on Twitch and we were talking about all these amazing donation stories which sounded a bit all like World West movies to me, you know, people come in and drop them a thousand dollar donation. <laughs> Uh, I had a five hundred dollar donation uh, <laughs> during my birthday, and in the beginning when I started streaming, I got a. I think it was a thousand dollar donation just to buy myself a pizza because I was hungry and complaining in stream I was hungry, and he's like, "Yeah, get this, buy yourself a pizza," and I'm like, "You fucking kidding me?" Like, I only needed $100, and that would have been, like, way more than I pay for a pizza. I pay, like, $10 for pizza. Come on, dude. Don't give me $1,000. That's an expensive pizza. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) To be fair, you know, you can't... I mean, that is a lot of money, don't get me wrong. But the generosity behind it... That is a lot of money. The generosity behind it as well. It's oh, always yeah. nice. What's your what's the favorite what's your favorite thing then about your community? Is it like um the kind of people that you've got in there maybe from the like uh ethics that you that you want from your community? Obviously like, you know, no negativity, harassment, stuff like that, positive vibes. Um I'm not sure. I I like everything about my community. Everyone's nice to one another most mm-hmm. of the time. Uh, otherwise, they get the time out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I I haven't really had bad times with the, the ones that watch me mm-hmm. every single time I'm on. Basically, uh, they try to push me to get when I'm playing league, if I'm playing ranked and streaming that, they try to push me into winning and donating to me if I'm winning. And I'm like, you don't have to donate for me to winning. Yes, winning is good. <laughs> yeah. And I did incentive. Yeah. That's cool. Do you um do you ever uh, run community events where you play with viewers and stuff like that? Or is it usually Uh-oh. just them watching it it happens randomly like uh, a lot of people like oh can i play with you and i'm not really sure what i want to do with the stream for the day i'm like okay sure Mm -hmm. come on then give me a in log and i invite you and then we go (laughs) yeah i'm just uh setting a setting jess up there aaron maybe for a little plug we on eblitz we're gonna be releasing something called community events soon and uh you know maybe you could try it out it might be worth it and i explain a bit more about eblitz to you as well yeah sure it could be something that would be really fun especially for your community as well um for the interactions by the way i one one question i did have is <clears throat> probably jumping a bit back on myself but you said um about the the 12 hours uh when you first started how how long are your streams these days then um, are you streaming? You're not streaming 12 hours a day? Have you cut that down? Stuff like that. Um, 
sometimes I do a 24 hour, then I'm feeling cocky and I end it at 22 because I need sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can't stay up for 24 hours anymore. It doesn't work. Yeah, Uh, those days are gone. 36 hours, maybe then I'm passed out. Um, (laughs) But uh, I do around four to, to 12 hours, depending on what games I'm playing. Right. Okay. Got you. That makes a lot and of sense. And I normally always start the stream with doing the makeup. <laughs> Just <laughs> chatting and makeup. Oh right, okay. That's um that's a bit there. Is that like to just engage the community and stuff like that? Yeah, like get the whole stream starting kinda. hmm Starting okay. slow and build it upwards. Kinda. Yeah. That makes sense. I uh, I was just thinking as uh, as well. I don't know if it was the same for for you, Jess and uh, Aaron, but for some reason, when I was growing up as a teenager, it was always the thing that when I had friends over to you know for like you know sleepover or whatever, and you're playing video games, it was always the thing. Oh, we have to stay up all night. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't know why we have to stay up all night. <laughs> you're not allowed to sleep. And then uh, that, that's basically me and my man when he's over at my place and doesn't have work the next day. Like you have to keep on grinding. You need the money. You need to buy that. You gotta grind. So you're just constantly you in that cycle. Yeah, I'm nagging him. Like you gotta grind. You need the money. You gotta do that. And he's actually listening. <laughs> wow, that's uh, yeah. I, I was gonna say I I don't know if I could do that anymore. <laughs> when I think back because even if I try and stay up late these days maybe it's just age I don't know <laughs> it just catches up on me too quickly oh yeah I have a baby brother it feels like I met him yesterday and he's 9 years already he's turning 10 Wow. what the fuck happened with time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. where did it run off to yeah, it creeps up. Well, yeah, it feels like it creeps up on you anyway, and before you know it, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, like I just went to pick up my dog. She's turning three years this July. Last of July, she's turning three years. Yeah. I just went to pick her up, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Where's the time gone? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Um, And then, well, you know, I like to finish off on this question that... I ask every content creator that comes on because I think if anyone is listening, this could really give you some good insights from people who do this daily and if not daily, every week at the least. Um, And there's any tips you would give to aspiring streamers? Whenever you have trolls, don't pay them attention. Is that the biggest one that sticks out? Because that just takes a lot of energy out of you and it usually puts the stream in a foul, foul mood mm-hmm. just don't just ignore them time them out if they just keep on disturbing you give them a couple of warnings before you permanently ban them from the channel if they don't start behaving yeah uh, and uh, try to collab with other streamers that play the same games as you to grow your community a bit yeah. Do you enjoy the collaboration side of it? Yeah. I do a lot of co- collaborations. Um, I used to do one with a, a 
Swedish girl called uh, Julia. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, have the same name as my little sister that unfortunately passed away, and that's why I haven't been streaming uh, oh. during 2019. Uh, no, it, it's okay. I cannot heal if I don't talk about her. But I collabed a lot with Julia, and she gave me the ID to start doing the makeup in stream instead of off stream, and mm-hmm. like talking to my community while I do the makeup to like give it a soft start, kinda. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. To be fair, um, because I guess from the outside looking in, it, it would seem to me. Th- that's the moment where the community can really get their questions in, can really have a chat. I know you'll chat with them, obviously, when you're playing the game and stuff. But there's more focus on, yeah, let's just have a chat. It's open. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can ask whatever you want to, and if I feel uncomfortable answering the question, I just say, I don't want to answer that. Yeah. Which is, yeah, Basically. completely and, your right uh, as well. Get a lot of questions about my age unfortunately i look like i'm 17 according to some people but i'm not <laughs> so i actually had to post in my 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 info mm-hmm. that i'm born 1995 i'm not a child <laughs> I, I think to be honest though i mean when you get older and if people are like well you I don't I don't Yeah, I, I actually have. And some of them are still joining in on the stream time to time and talk like sophisticated people. <laughs> yeah, they, they they started trolling and now they are uh, followers. Some even subscribe and yeah, they come in time to time just to have a chat. Mm-hmm not trolling anymore which is lovely yeah i sometimes do wonder if some trolls are just obviously looking for a bit of attention and then when you actually speak to people like people then they're like oh actually this is much better than what i was going for initially yeah and you can make a bit of a connection with people for sure yeah um i've got a question here for you uh it's off rocket dante and it says what's the funniest slash daftest thing that's happened during a stream of yours oh it was actually a troll um coming in and saying i have the biggest forehead of valencia and i made him shut up with answering at least i got more brains than you (laughs) 
How did he take that? Uh, <laughs> the whole the whole chat answered with laughter, and he shut up. And I think my manuscript arrived because the dog got crazy. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, that's one way to shut the troll up. There yeah, defeat them with humor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, but um, that was actually also pretty hard because a lot of people came in and eventually I got sick and tired of everyone complaining about my big forehead. So I actually cut bangs. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> so now I have bangs and they are awful because I cut them myself. <laughs> and now it's getting really long. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have no uh, advice. There. I've never cut my own bangs. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Don't yeah. do it because yeah. you're gonna trim it down over time. Yeah, I'll uh, yeah, I'll leave that to the barbers to keep. I'll, I won't do it to myself. <laughs> but no, yeah, that's um, that's all the questions. Is there any questions that might have cropped up from you, Aaron, that you may have? No, I think you've got them. Uh, thanks, Luke. All right, cool. Well, uh, thanks very much, Jess. We really do appreciate it. And it's been a good chat. It's been good fun. Uh, and also, for anyone listening, definitely check out Jess's channel, Miss Nidali. And all the links will be in the descriptions below. So, obviously, if you're listening to Spotify and stuff, check the description. Uh, we also will be sharing them on our socials as well, the eBlitz socials and within the eBlitz Discord so definitely check them out and uh yeah we really do appreciate it jess thanks very much thank you yeah it was good fun um so anyone who is listening we do this we look to do this every friday around 3 p.m is bst now uh british summertime and what we tend to do is have guests q a like the format you've just listened to so, you know, maybe if you've got any content creators that you think would be good for this to recommend, then definitely uh, share them with us on our socials or within our own Discord. That would be really good. Um, and this happens every Friday. Then, as well, we are um, release... I don't know, actually. I might hand this over to Aaron. I don't want to get this wrong because eBlitz, obviously the eBlitz app, uh, is available for download on ios and android so definitely check out that if you're looking for non-toxic teammates to play with and we do have updates that come in thick and fast and that's why i'm going to hand over to aaron because i don't want to get it wrong with uh, the next update because it's a pretty big one <laughs> we're still working very hard on that release as we speak with our engineering team uh, hopefully we'll bring that out sometime over the weekend or early next week right perfect um, yeah then uh, you know probably much more at a time yeah sounds good but yeah um once again thanks very much to our obviously our guest jess miss nidalee it was really good chat and thanks as well aaron and uh we'll be back next week to discuss some more gaming so where are you listening to this in the world we hope you have a good day have a good weekend